Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Truckology Talks, episode number 20, featuring me, Truckology. And your boy, Dre's not here today. He's got work. So maybe next episode, uh, you'll catch him. You know, this week, unfortunately, he's not here. But today I want to talk about um, a few things. You know, it's going to be a solo cast. You know, I haven't done one of these in a little bit. You know, they're pretty fun. But uh, we'll start off today with... uh, a crappy truck story. <laughs> so, why is it a crappy truck story? So, uh, I was doing a delivery. This is a local, um, like I said, for anybody who's just uh, tuning in to my channel for the first time, I, I'm a local food service driver, right? And uh, so, anyways, I was delivering to this restaurant where I had to back down this alley behind the restaurant, okay? Into a dock. I hit the dock, and there's no way to get up to the dock. It's very tight. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, your truck just barely fits. You have to watch your mirrors as you're backing down the alley. That's how tight it is, right? So anyways, I get out the truck. I go around. I'm sniffing. I'm like, something smells fucking disgusting here, right? I, I, I can't put my nose on it. I was like, it smells like dog shit. I don't know what the hell it is, right? So I climb over this railing to get to my truck. I do the delivery. At least I do the uh, the the dry and the uh, the cooler from the, the dock. I have to pull forward so I can uh, use my lift gate to do the... Uh, the frozen. So then I climb back over the railing and I look down and there's a giant pile of shit. <laughs> right? So you're thinking to yourself, well, oh, this is just a pile of dog shit, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't. There was corn in it. <laughs> you know? It was gross as hell. I went, what the fuck? You know? I, I was thinking, now this was in uh, Cambridge, Mass, right? So it's a pretty uh, up up there kind of town this is where like harvard university is and it's you got to have a decent amount of money to live in this area right so you wouldn't expect something like this but you know you you run into these situations every now and then you know it was it was fucking disgusting (laughs) just to say the least you know but so anyways i want to start uh off into my next subject which is the dumbass of the week i don't think i did that last week so let's go on and uh, switch over to it so this dumbass is brought to you by uh, CDL Life, which is usually where I find most of my uh, my articles. And also, if you guys are ever, ever interested in what articles I'm looking at, what website, it's actually CDL Life. But uh, so it starts off, semi-truck driver strikes bridge after driver ignored the signs, police say. So before I even get into this, right, people are stupid. And <laughs> this is a good example just because you drive a truck doesn't mean that your stupidity goes away, right? So low bridges are a thing, all right? Now, GPS is going to take you uh, so far, right? You got to use common sense. It's going to take you the direction, but it's not, it's not God. It's not, it's not absolute, you know what I mean? You got you to gotta look for these signs, and if it doesn't have a sign and it looks low, don't go underneath it, you know what I mean? What I do is I put on my hazards, and I slowly approach it, right? So if I do bump it, I'm not going to be like peeling the back, the top off like a tuna can. It's just going to be a quick little bump. You know what I mean? Like I go oh, like awfully slow if it's a, if I suspect it's a low bridge, you know what I mean? Or if it's just some, some weird size, like 13.5, cause I've gone into bridges and a 13.6, that says 13.5. And I'm like, what the fuck? This fits perfectly. I think they just measured it wrong or something. Right. But anyways, back to the dumbass of the week. It says a semi truck driver. Actually, here's the picture. As you could tell, like I was talking about earlier, the top was peeled back like a tunic again. It looks like he got almost underneath the entire bridge, you know. But it says, uh, 
A semi-truck driver struck a railroad bridge in upstate New York early Thursday after following GPS directions, police say. Like I said earlier, GPS can show you the way, but you got to use common sense. You go, hmm, maybe I shouldn't go down this. Or, oh, that sign says 11.5. Maybe my truck, my 13.6 truck isn't going to fit under there, <laughs> you know? All right, so it says that happened uh, Tuesday, October 22nd, around uh, 12.30 a.m. in uh, Salina, New York, right? According to Syracuse News, the truck the truck was driving southeast on Ondaga Lake Parkway when it struck the railroad bridge. Now, see, that that's something you guys got to super be aware, is railroad bridges usually are low, okay? Like, if you have to go underneath the railroad, some of them aren't. But the vast majority that I've encountered in the the, the northeast... Right, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut. Um, I've been, I've only been to like the outskirts of New York, um, New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont. A lot of these railroad bridges are are really low, and when I say low, I'm talking about they're usually between like nine and ten feet. You know what I mean? Sometimes, just like I said, you'll get like a fourteen foot high one, but they're usually pretty low. But anyways, it said uh, he struck it. Struck the railroad bridge, scraping against the roof and leaving debris scattered across the roadway. 29-year-old truck driver Thomas uh, Bayavogue told police that uh, he had been following GPS directions and ignored, right there, ignored the signs, flashing lights, warning of a low clearance. So, like I said, that's why he's this week's dumbass of the week, because he ignored all the signs, all the warnings that he was going to Hit a low bridge, and he he just went fuck it, and he continued. You know what I mean? It says, uh, luckily, no one, no injuries were reported, and the bridge is structurally sound. But uh, the driver was uh, ticketed for disobeying traffic control devices during the un- and driving at an unsafe speed, and having obstructed what was that having obstructed plates? Oh wow, they just slapped him with a wit with a random one too. That's what they're gonna do, though. You guys just gotta remember this. They will slap you with whatever they possibly can. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, yeah, he did do something dumb and he hit a bridge, but they're going to try and slap you with whatever charges they can slap you with because that's their job, you know? Their, your job is to drive trucks and you're going to try and drive as short of a distance and you're going to do it the best you can at your job. Their job is to give tickets and they're going to do the best they can and give as many tickets as they can, you know what I mean? So you just got to keep that in mind. But uh, do, 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 the incident comes just two weeks after the box... After a box truck strikes the same bridge while also following GPS instructions. So anybody who's not a truck driver, you guys aren't really going to be looking for low bridges. So something like uh, if you're driving like a U-Haul or a rider truck or uh, a budget truck or something, uh, or even a Penske truck, box truck, you guys as uh, as non-CDL holders aren't going to assume that the, the you, most people hit these. You know, there's this bridge. I forget what it's called. I think it's I think the it's called Eleven Foot Six. You can look it up on YouTube, and uh, it's just nonstop people crashing into the same bridge. Uh, and the funny part is, is there's so many warnings. There's like a giant like banner above the bridge that says low clearance, and uh, there's flashing lights, and there's uh, a bunch of signs that say low bridge, and people still keep hitting this bridge with all these advanced warnings, and it's just like they they try to bring it to your attention. They really do, but uh, <laughs> people just don't pay attention. <laughs> people are just dumb, you know? I, I don't know. I wouldn't... Listen, I treat everything with uh, with caution. You know what I mean? If I'm taking a turn and it looks a little tight, or it looks like I can clear it, but might be a little iffy, I pay very close attention to 
my front end and my trailer and my tracking. You know what I mean? But uh, some people are just dumb, you know. And it, proof, look, look at uh, that bridge. I think, like I think, it's called Eleven Foot Six, right on YouTube, and you'll just see nonstop collisions with this one bridge. I forget what city it's in, but uh, it's funny. But anyways, another topic. Let's see. This one is unexpected bad roads causing trouble for truckers in Washington, right? So, <clears throat> for all you people that don't deal with snow, it is very dangerous and is very different to driving, right? So, I'm from New England. I live in Rhode Island. I've lived in Rhode Island my whole life. You know, I've gone to a couple... I've, I lived in Connecticut for a year. I've gone to Mississippi for a couple months and... Oklahoma for a couple of months and Missouri for a couple of months, you know, in Florida for like a summer every now and again, right? But New England weather, the driving, it sucks up here. It absolutely sucks when you have to deal with snow, right? Now, for you guys that aren't familiar with snow, how you get good at snow, driving in snow, is when you're a kid and you fuck around when you're driving, right? So before I even get into the article, what I used to do, this is how I got good and learning at driving in snow, is I... I'd hit my e-brake a lot. Now, I was fucking around because it was fun, but little did I know it was educating myself how to drive in these conditions, right? So what I would do is I would, every time I would take a corner, I'd whack my e-brake. I'd go, boop, pull it up, and I'd spin it out. Well, not spin it out, but like kind of, I'd kind of drift it and put it down and, and counter-steer to get used to it, you know what I mean? And the same thing if I'm going down a straight stretch of road, what I would do is I'd hit my e-brake, and then I'd cut the wheel all the way to the right, and then I'd let go of the e-brake, and i start turning, while I'm driving forward, and then I'd counter steer, hit, hit the e-brake, and then I'd start going the opposite direction, and I'd keep playing around until I got it straight. You know what I mean? Now, I was doing this because it was fun. You know what I mean? I wasn't trying to teach myself how to drive in the snow, but inadvertently, I learned how to drive in the snow. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so when you guys come to these uh, these these towns, these states that have heavy snow, you know what I mean? Like, where I am, we get snow every now and then, but I'm talking about, like, some of these mountain Mountain places like New Hampshire, uh, Vermont, uh, Maine, you know, New York, upstate New York, that get a lot of snow, you know, and heavy, heavy amounts of snow. I'm like, I'm talking like Rhode Island, you might, it, it's usually get a foot. Sometimes you get up to three feet and that's bad. But these mountains, they usually average a, like a minimum of three feet. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> you got to be careful for shit like that. And you got to break further back. Uh, what I like to do is I, I heavily utilize my uh, my my engine brake to uh, help me with snow. You know what I mean? But you, like I said, you brake further back. You don't apply a lot of pressure on the brakes because then you'll you'll cause yourself to to skid. You know, and you don't want to do that with a tractor trailer because then you can jackknife. You know, especially and you got to be more careful too when it comes to uh, off ramps because you're turning. So you have a really high likelihood of flipping and jackknifing. Not where the trailer comes in front, but where when you're turning your cab and then the trailer pushes you forward, you know what I mean? And you jackknife like that. So you got to be careful. You know, drive slow, brake further back, uh, things like this. Pay attention to the road conditions, you know, leave a huge gap between you and uh, another person, you know, and tap the brakes. Don't ever, like, just push and hold the brakes. Tap them, you know, to slow you down. It's like uh, you're doing a manual version of anti-lock braking, you know, just tap, 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 tap. All right, so anyways... Unexpected bad roads causing trouble for uh, truckers in Washington. Unexpected bad snowfall causing issues for drivers in uh, Stephen Pass, Washington. According to Q13 News, four inches of snow fell 
in the area on Wednesday and more snow is expected Friday. Right. So this seems like this might be from a couple of days ago. It says a uh, truck driver, uh, Earl Hurley, was traveling on Highway 2 on Wednesday. He told Q13 News the roads were unexpectedly bad. The, the light slushy type snow is the worst. And yeah, that is the worst. There's all right. When it comes to bad weather, the you got to remember a few things about bad weather, right? Snow is the worst in two situations. When you got the slushy, which is when it's mixed with rain, that's what you skid out a lot on that. And uh, freshly fallen snow because it hasn't gotten time to settle and pack in. It's like a, it's like a light powder on the road. So these are the most, uh, I'd say, scary conditions to drive in when it comes to snow. It's those two types of snow, you know what I mean? If you're just getting hail, it's just like fucking, it's an annoyance. But like I said, slushy snow is fucking scary because it's like, it's uneven and it's wet so it doesn't hold its form so you can like slide out a lot easier, you know? I actually got into a, a car accident. Uh, like I got into an accident in my personal vehicle where I spun out because of slush and I hit the uh, the Jersey barrier, you know? I was fine, but I, what, what happened? I think I fucked up uh, my front end and shit, you know, which sucks. But sometimes that happens, you know, and it sucks because you're found at fault for having to drop for driving in that weather. You, know, you didn't do anything but drive, but the insurance don't want to pay for it. So you're found at fault. So heads up on that one. <laughs> but uh, back to the article, it says exponentially bad, like slushy snow. Blah, blah, blah. It just really slick. So lots of spin outs coming up. Lots of people putting on uh, tire chains in the middle of the road. Drivers who are planning to pass through the mountains avoid. Uh, uh, the pass through the mountains are advised to use caution ahead of Friday's uh, forecast. So yeah, this was from apparently Wednesday, right? So uh, yeah, you guys be careful when you drive out in the snow. It is it's scary, especially if you've never done it, because that's uh that's an issue that you will run into a lot in uh. The northeast area, you know, and I'm anywhere in that same line of, uh, was that latitude, longitude, you know, fucking left to right, latitude, there you go, right, you're going to find a lot of that issues, you know, so like, this was in Washington, which is pretty, it's about on par with like, uh, New Hampshire, you know, in the same line of, uh, latitude, you know what I mean, so you guys just be careful about that, so another story that I saw, right, very interesting, I, I read the headline on this one earlier. I didn't really dive into it, <clears throat> but I think it was pretty insane, right? So, so the title is Driver Successfully Detaches Flaming Trailer Before Cab Can Ignite. So, 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 right? This is insane. I don't know about you guys. If my trailer's on fire, I'm not trying to, to ditch the trailer. I'm trying to ditch... The tractor and the trailer. I'm running. You know what I mean? That's insane. I wouldn't sit back and do that, you know? And I don't know if the guy... Um, well, I'll read the article. I don't know if he dropped his landing gear first or if he just popped his pin and just screwed and yanked his airlines out and let the trailer drop. I have no idea. But that's insane that he would do that. My my guess before I even read this is that he, uh, he had paid for the... It was his tractor, but not his trailer, and he didn't want to have to pay for the insurance. <laughs> you know? That's what I'm guessing anyways, but uh, let's check it out. It says, uh, driver successfully detaches trailer before cab can ignite. So uh, this is the picture for you guys. For the audio, this thing is melted. You know? I think you can... From, like, the, the last third or the last quarter of the trailer 
to the DOT bar, you can see normally, but the rest of this is just like melted. It's insane, you know. And uh, you guys viewing on YouTube can actually just see it because I just popped it up. But it says a truck driver was able to detach a flaming trailer from his tractor in Utah early Friday morning, preventing major damage to the cab, potentially himself. Right? Like I said, me personally, I would have screwed. I would have took out. I wouldn't have given a fuck. I, w- I would have been so gone on that situation, you know. But uh, it said the fire erupted uh, half past midnight on October uh, 23rd in Utah. Right, here's uh, some more pictures. It's just uh, a zoom in. I don't know what that. Oh, it looks like it might be uh, paint cans. I don't know. It looks like he was hauling paint. Right, that's what it looks like, anyways. So, according to ABC Four News, the truck was hauling frozen foods. All right, it's, all right. Excuse me, it's frozen foods. Oh, but if you look at this picture, it looks like uh, a stacked pallets of paint cans. But uh, anyways. According to ABC4 News, it was hauling uh, frozen foods on I-15 South near Parkline, and the driver noticed the trailer was on fire. Good thing he noticed the trailer was on fire. So this is, this actually brings up a good point. You guys out there, especially you new guys, <clears throat> you're supposed to look at your mirrors constantly, okay? Now, when you start driving for a little bit, especially in your first year, you get a little comfortable, you get a little complacent, and you're going to keep on driving, you know, they're not going to check them as frequently. I still check them pretty frequently. You know what I mean? I'll boom, boom. You know what I mean? It's not hard. I check all, all six of them. Uh, driver's side, blind side, driver's side, and the, and the one on the hood, which I think is just another blind side one. Right? And then on the right side, which is uh, uh, blind side. You know what I mean? So I'll do driver's side, blind side, all three on each side. And I'm constantly checking them. Right? Because you never know. Somebody could have... Something could have happened, you know what I mean? You, your trailer could be drifting to the right for all you know, you know what I mean? And I've seen that happen. That hasn't been my trailer, but I've seen trailers like drifting to the right, you know? So you've got to constantly keep an eye on these, <clears throat> you know? But as new, new guys, you might not be after, like I said, after like your first year. But it says, <clears throat> luckily the unnamed uh, truck driver was able to pull off the road and detach the trailer, saving the cab and himself from potential serious damage. Uh, investigators say that they believe the fire stemmed from a mechanical issue. All right, uh, crew spent nine hours cutting the trailer into pieces and scooping burnt the burnt up food before uh, loading the debris into a dump truck and uh, hauling it away. Damn that! That's gotta suck because uh, luckily it happened at midnight, but it said nine hours, so that means till nine past nine in the morning, causing such a huge amount of traffic. I, I guarantee that's gotta suck if you got stuck on that traffic. Vehicles were forced to detour off the highway until the job was finished before 11 a.m. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah, they must have not got there exactly at fucking midnight. But that's still crazy, guys. That's why you guys got to be careful. You know, keep an eye on your trailer. I mean, your mirrors. You know, I mean, shit's crazy out there. It's This is a dangerous job. I, I've said this tons and tons and tons of time. Is that this is a very dangerous job. All right, people don't like to, people just go, oh, it's just you're driving trucks. It can't be that serious. You know what I mean? But no, it's <clears throat> actually, I have somebody that uh, works with me over at Gordon's who used to be a paramedic, right? And he he wanted to be a firefighter. That was like his goal. But then he ended up going to, uh, to driving trucks. And uh, he was like, oh, because he thought that was going to be a safer option, right? And then he, he told me personally, he looked at the uh, statistics Truck drivers are more likely to die, like they have a higher death rate than firefighters. Isn't that insane? You know, that just goes to show you how dangerous this job really is in Gambia. You know what I mean? 
So you guys got to be careful out there. You guys got to pay attention because uh, you guys got to not fall asleep at the wheel. You don't get adequate sleep. You know, if you're getting drowsy, pull over, take a 15, 30 minute nap. You know, I'd rather you and I'm sure your family would rather you be 30 minutes late to uh, your next stop than uh, than dead. You know what I mean? So you got to keep that in mind. It's very, very important you keep that kind of stuff in mind. You know what I'm saying? So next article, okay, is uh, Georgia police using laser technology to nab tailgating trucks. That's insane, right? So that sounds so futuristic. (laughs) It's so cool. So I'm assuming before I get into the article, I haven't read this one yet, that's something like... uh, how like laser systems work where it has two lasers, two points, and then it it, it knows the distance of the lasers, whatever they're using. The, the the actual laser, obviously, is not just a not like a little freaking pointing laser, but like the laser is a computer one where it knows the distance between the the two lasers on it and then it can tell you how far or how close to tailgating in seconds. So kind of like how radar like uh, what do you call that? The uh the speed radar works, you know, it has two different distances and bounces back and it reads uh, how fast it bounces back kind of thing, you know. So uh, it's crazy that they're going to this level to grab uh, people tailgating because <clears throat> not for nothing, you can use your eyeballs and I have to spend, I'm assuming, thousands of dollars on a piece of equipment. You just go, hmm, that guy's following pretty closely. <laughs> and you guys got to remember, you guys have to give yourself a space buffer too, Okay. I've been doing this for five years now, and I know there's people that have been doing it far longer than me, but I also know there's been people that have been doing it far shorter or less than me, right? You have to keep that little space buffer, especially on the highway, because somebody taps the brakes, you're, sl- you're smashing into them, all right? And you're, if you're fully loaded, and I'm not talking about like a, like a freaking a Mack truck, I'm talking like, like an average one, you're, you're maxed out at like 80,000 uh, gross, vehicle, gross vehicle, uh, vehicle combined weight, right? And you're following somebody this close, they tap the brakes, boom, you're, you're destroying them. You know what I mean? Especially at highway speeds. Oh, forget it, you know? You, you, you're going to end their life, you know? So you got to, and you're culpable for that. You guys got to remember that. You are the one who's going to be responsible for that. They're not going to be like, oh, well, it was an accident. You know? They're going to be like, oh, well, this, this motherfucker messed up. So now let's fucking throw the book at him, you know? And uh, people go to jail for a long time. Truck drivers go to jail. We're held to a different standard, okay? I mean, I know when you guys go to school, you're taught this, but it, I want to ingrain this. We are really held to a different standard than other people when it comes to driving, okay? That's why if you're texting and driving, they hit you with a huge fine. I think it it varies per state, but I, I forget. One of the states around here, I think it might be Connecticut or Massachusetts, you get hit with a $10,000 fine for the driver. And then the... uh. The trunking company gets hit with like I think fifteen or twenty thousand dollar fine. You're responsible for your ten thousand dollars. Do you have ten thousand dollars to pay on a freaking on a ticket for a for a phone? I know I don't got ten thousand just chilling in the bank for that. You know, and if I had ten thousand, it wouldn't be for that. I wouldn't want to fucking waste it on a ticket thinking that oh yeah, it was worth it to shoot that text off. You know, no, it's stupid. You know what I mean? But uh, <clears throat> you got to be careful and you got to think smartly. Uh, I know, I know, I said that in a dumb manner, think smartly, <laughs> but you got to use your head, you know, but let's get to the article, Ju-ju. so like I said, uh, 
Georgia police using laser technology to nab tailgaters, which, like I said, that's insane that they're doing that. But it says uh, the Georgia Department of Public Safety said on uh, in a Facebook post that they use the laser technology to nab tailgating trucks, right? So fucking poor people who were the first people to find this out, <laughs> you know? So yesterday's uh, Region 6 conducted a stop, uh, the, the threat detail on I-75 in uh, Houston County. And uh, MCO uh, Kennedy caught this uh, commercial motor vehicle driver uh, 0.3 seconds from what? 0.3 seconds from the rear of a passenger car. The picture was taken from uh, True Vision uh, lidar, which all MCCD officers are issued. Slow down and leave space. It could save a life. And I was just saying that earlier. It can absolutely. Prevent someone else from getting killed. You don't want that on your conscience. Say even if you were to get away with any issues from 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 hitting somebody, you know, you got off scot free for whatever reason. Do you want that on your conscience? You want to be like, damn, I killed this fucking this poor this poor fool. You know, do you want do you want to live with that? I don't. You know what I mean? I get shaky if I freaking I I tap a fucking. Uh, if I were to tap a what do you call those uh, freaking telephone pole, you know what I mean? Never mind a person, you know. I mean, I don't know how many people have been in an accident. I've been in a car accident where I was hit by a, a roll-off dump truck, right? I was t-boned by it. Ever since then, well, not ever since then, but for like a good solid like year and change, I I was afraid every time I came up to a, a, a T intersection, I'd look or any kind of intersection where it crossed, and I was I'd always look to my right or to my left, and I'd be freaking. Petrified if I see somebody slowly like aggressively coming out trying to like get people to stop I just assume they're gonna go flying into me you know what I mean the and I, I guess you can say that's some f- form of like uh, PTSD but it, I mean it eventually goes away my wife felt the same way too because she was in the car when that happened you know she's the one that got fucked up I was fine she's the one that got jacked up she got a freaking uh because it hit her side and uh what is it, it like rotated one of her discs in her neck and shit you know what I mean it's crazy and uh, that's what I say. You got to be careful and you got to keep space, you know. But uh, what else the article says? Uh, he was light eye. The truck drivers on the truck feed Facebook were split. Who was at fault? How long? And, yeah, and you know, that brings up a good point. Say the, the cop happened to catch him at the time following too closely. Maybe he wasn't following too closely. So this is a good way to look at the opposite of the coin. Maybe... The guy in front of him was a douche, and he was just freaking pumping his brakes and pumping his brakes. And then the the cop just happened to go, boop, laser it, and oh, ticket. You know what I mean? That's a good possibility too. You know, and obviously a lot of a lot of truck companies have the uh, was it dash cams. So uh, I'd say use that to your advantage if you can. And even if you're a, what do you call that owner operator, same thing. If you have a dash cam, use that to your advantage if this situation presents itself. And you weren't at fault because uh, it'll be the cop's word versus yours. And you know how that goes. The cop's word usually is like gold, you know, so it's uh, good to know the other side of that coin. But uh, how long was was he there? Did the car pull off Did the car pull in that close to him? Because that does happen a lot. A lot of the times uh, a car will just cut you off. And all right. So. Here's my scenario. You're driving, right? You're on the highway. You're not. You're probably going like 35. Let's say like 25 to 35 miles. 
there's a slight bit of traffic. You're leaving yourself a little uh, space cushion because if you need to stop, you obviously can't stop on a dime. It takes a little bit to stop, so you leave a space cushion, right? What happens in that situation is a lot of uh, a lot of uh, four wheelers will just dip right into you, just dive right in front of you. You know what I mean? And uh, say in that situation, the cop just happened to be like, "Oh shit, let me test out this new thing because I was told we need a step up enforcement with this." He scans it, boom, you got a ticket. You know what I mean? So, like I always say, there's two two sides to the same coin. There's always two t- sides to the same coin. So, uh, you could be at fault, and then at the same time, there could be something that, that happened where you weren't at fault, but he just happened to catch you in a situation where it looked like your pants were down. You know what I mean? But uh, the, it, it's difficult. You know what I mean? So, just be careful. You know? And like I said, keep that space cushion, and if someone cuts you off, you know, just increase following distance on him then. You know, same thing. So, says, uh, how do you know the four-wheeler wasn't brake-checking him? See? Yeah, exactly what I said. <laughs> Common practices these days. So, anybody who doesn't know, that's when a truck, a uh, four-wheeler, which is a car, that's what a truck is called, a car, jumps in front of you and they just tap your brakes. You know, people do that for no good fucking reason. I have no idea. People are stupid and maybe they're out to freaking get an insurance claim thinking they're not going to get seriously hurt, you know. But I hope... uh I just hope they tossed out his license for that. Do-do. Looks like the truck was following the no truck left lane and the four-wheeler wasn't following the slower keep traffic keep right sign. So, yeah. Like I said, man, it's crazy. You guys got to be careful out there. You know, shit can happen. You can get into accidents. You know, things like this are possible. And uh, sometimes you get caught up in a weird situation. You know, and uh, you might get screwed and you don't want that. You know what I mean? You don't want to be that person that that they throw the book at. That's the worst thing is to be that person they throw the book at. Now, where was it? I saw it was a woman. Here it is. Now, I want to bring up this one. Right. This was a female truck driver. Right. So uh, more power to her because this job sucks for guys. And I can only imagine it sucks just as much uh, sucks even more for women. But uh, but in this instance, it's uh, I was debating whether to make this one the the dumbass of the week because of the excuse the guy used for, for what he did. But I, I wasn't gonna do that just out of respect for her, you know. But uh, so this crazy story, okay? Poor woman, woman woman truck driver. She was uh, she was murdered, right? And uh. So, and then this sick individual said that Trump made him do it, right? Which I don't know how Trump made you kill a female truck driver or how anybody else can make you kill a female truck driver or kill anybody. You know what I mean? I don't know how this, how that happens, you know, but it's a dumb excuse for a horrible action, you know? So it says, uh, man accused of murdering female trucker in Alabama said Trump made him do it. So maybe you guys in Alabama have heard this. If any of you are watching from Alabama, this is the picture of the poor woman who was uh who was slain this uh that night. You know, so I feel bad. Uh, condolences and uh, prayers go out to her and her family. You know, but it says the man accused of murdering truck driver Christine Summers in Alabama on August nineteenth, twenty twenty, allegedly told the officers who arrested him that Trump made him do it. I don't know how Trump made him do it. 
I guess Trump has superpowers now, you know, that I'm unaware of that uh, convinces people to, to kill. But hey, right? It says uh, Summers was murdered early morning hours of uh, August 19th. She had been on the phone with her husband when she pulled over near a mile marker on uh, 118 on uh, I-59-20 split in uh, Birmingham, Birmingham area because she thought she might have hit a man in the roadway. So here she is being a very diligent driver, okay, where she assumed that she hit somebody and she wanted to check on this person's well-being, right? So this makes her responsible and, and, and a good person, the fact that she pulled over herself to check on this man who she thought she had hit. You understand me? <clears throat> she she thought maybe she had taken some poor man's life. So she pulled over and double checked, right? She was on the phone with her husband at the time and then she uh she hung up, right? So it says goes on to say someone hung up the phone with her husband and uh dialed nine one one, then got out of her truck. Okay? It was uh then that Charles Lester Gibson thirty nine reportedly attacked her while she's still on the phone with nine one one. Okay, so that's scary, right? It's scary for a guy, it's scary for a girl, anybody to get attacked unexpectedly, especially when you're in a position where you thought you had hurt somebody. So you're already shaky, you're on edge, and you're nervous, and then for something like this to happen is just, it's insane because you were just trying to make sure that they were okay, you know? But it says, uh, the investigation showed that Summer had called 911 telling the dispatch that she had seen a black male walking around the interstate and thought she may have hit him. While still on the phone, the dispatcher uh, with the dispatcher, Summer got out the truck to investigate. The dispatcher then heard her and uh, heard her begin to scream, "Get away from me!" Uh, Al dot com reported. So, uh, at approximately three twenty, Summer's body was discovered by a fellow truck driver, Ozell Johnson, who stopped after seeing her lying on the ground near the truck. He called nine one one after seeing the bloody and unresponsive, but. Well, seeing her bloody and unresponsive, but Summer was pronounced dead at the scene. Support thing, you know. Like I said earlier, I feel bad that something had to happen to her. You know, I, f- I feel horrible. It says, uh, the Alabama, excuse me, the Alabama State Bureau of Investigation took charge of the investigation, according to local news outlet Al dot com. Uh, Gibson was taken into custody within an hour of murdering of the murder by Hueytown Police Department. After they received a call about a man standing naked in the street, right? So clearly, like it goes back, there was something wrong with this guy, right? All right, so he was standing naked in the street. Obviously, he was deranged, right? And I don't know where this this idea that Trump made him do it came from. You know what I mean? But nobody has that kind of power over you. You know what I mean? I told my uh, my my oldest daughter this the other day because we were going to. I, I think I brought this up on the the pod, uh, one of the previous podcasts. <clears throat> we were driving to a Chipotle, and uh, there was these people outside, and they were uh, supporting Trump, and they were waving signs, right? And uh, then my my daughter, I don't know why she started acting so irrational. She started like like holding her head and ducking her her head between her like her her lap, and she was like, oh. She's like, oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I was like, you have never met this man before in your life. I was like, how does somebody you've never met have this kind of power over you? 
it, I was like, you're coming off as deranged. I was like, you can't, somebody who you've never met does not have that kind of power over you. You know, I was trying to drill this into her head. Like you, it doesn't matter. Nobody has that kind of power over you, you know, especially somebody you've never met. And this same thing, this guy said that Trump had this kind of power over him where he made him commit a murder, which makes no sense whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? Some people's come up with some dumb things. You know, but it says, uh, you police knew that Gibson was wanted in connection with the homicide and took him to jail to wait question by uh, state authorities. While in the jail, Gibson also attacked two police officers who suffered minor injuries. <clears throat> uh, he has also been issued two charges of aggravated assault against a police officer in addition to uh, the murder charges. Right, Gibson had been uh, housed in the Jefferson County Jail since uh, August 22nd held and uh, is being held on $1.5 million uh, dollar bond. A preliminary hearing for Gibson was held this week in uh, Jefferson County. Gibson was not in the courtroom during the hearing. Uh, presiding Judge David Carpenter told the court that Gibson, who had previously attacked two uh, police officers and assaulted a jailer, was too unstable and dangerous to himself and others to appear in court. Which I think was a good move by the uh, the judge to, uh, to do that. It says, arresting officer uh, Justin Hickey said, uh, Gibson seemed to be very disgruntled with our race. He felt that we were there to hurt him, Hickey said. Uh, Gibson called him, called them white uh, motherfuckers, and then said he wanted to kill us, which is insane. Like I said, some people are insane, some people are crazy, and you got to keep an eye out because... You might be one of these unlucky people that run into them. You know, you might be one of these unlucky motherfuckers <clears throat> that run into them. And uh, your life might be on the line because of it. You know what I mean? And you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to be that person. It's, it's scary. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll go on to uh, one more. Actually, here's one. I think this one's uh, pretty, uh. Pretty important one, you know. It says, uh, what medications can cost you your CDL? So, it's crazy. And uh, I've told this to people that I work with. To be careful when it comes to, uh, what do you call those things? Um, CBD oils. <clears throat> or anything CBD related, right? So, while... And here's a good example. I work in Massachusetts. It is state is legal in the state for you to purchase and consume weed. You know what I mean? But on a federal level, and we have federal licenses, we can't do that. Okay? So you go, well, it's CBD. It's not weed. You're right. <coughs> You're technically right, which is the best kind of right. <laughs> right? But your the, the test they do doesn't distinguish... That it was CBD. What happens is your body breaks it down the same way as it breaks weed down. And that's how they test for uh, for weed or any other drugs is the presence of certain antibodies that your body produces to break down drugs. So I forget the name of the exact type of antibody, but whatever the antibody is that breaks down the, uh, the, the THC in your body is the same antibody produced to break down uh, CBD. 
So what happens is you can get a false positive. You have never smoked pot, maybe in your life. Maybe you have when you were younger, but that wouldn't have popped up in this. You know what I mean? It's It breaks down in your body the same way that uh, weed breaks down in your body. So there's no distinguishing it in uh, in a test. <clears throat> I don't think they have uh, developed a technique where they can't distinguish it. You know what I mean? Because I, I I hear so many good things about CBD, and I would love to use it. You know, I got a lot of aches and pains and a lot of joints that creak and are sore and all these other things. But you got to be careful because your license is on the line. I won't even touch it. You know what I mean? Same thing if uh, my wife has like a, she has like a medicated uh, muscle rub that's prescription strength. I won't touch it because I'm a, I won't help apply it on her because I'm afraid that might get into my system by applying it to her and I could lose my license. You know what I mean? So you got to be careful of these things and you got to be mindful of these things as well. You know what I mean? You don't just go around, well, well whatever, nothing's going to happen to me. You know, you got to be mindful of these things. So uh, let's dive into this article. Like I said, uh, what medications can cost you your CDL? Let's take a look at this, right? It says, as a truck driver, your commercial license is your livelihood. So it is important to know which drugs, both illegal and illegal, can put your career in jeopardy, right? And uh, this actually brings me to, <coughs> before we even dive into that, uh, I say this all the time to my friends. They're like, oh, why don't you ever drink when we come when you come over, right? Right. And I always tell them, I was like, because my BAC, that's my blood alcohol content, is half of yours. Okay? So what does that mean? That means the the legal limit of being considered drunk in most states is 0.08, right? Which is like a like over a beer. Okay? It could be like two beers, whatever, right? For a CDL driver, it's 0.04, half, okay? Mouthwash can trip off that, okay? If you have mouthwash and just happen to do it right before that, that can give a false uh, a false uh, breathalyzer test, okay? So that's that's why I always tell them I'm, I'm not going to have a drink. I'm going to hang out with them. Before I had my license, I wouldn't give a fuck. I might have two, three. I know... I know my body after two, three beers, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even close to drunk, but, and I felt maybe like I was capable of driving and I never got into any accidents when I was younger and I did that. But <clears throat> now that I got this license, I pay attention to that. You know what I mean? I go, nah, I can't do that. You know? And if I do have a drink, I have one beer and I make sure that I'm hanging out with them for a couple hours. And I make sure I have at least three glasses of water to offset that within a couple hours before I even get into my car and drive. I mean, you got to be smart because I used to, uh, obviously I used to work in uh, the restaurant business. I was in catering and uh, I was what was called tip certified, which is basically it tells you how your body breaks down uh, alcohol, your liabilities as somebody who serves alcohol and uh, how long your body takes to break it down. How much, how much beer is equal, how much alcohol content is equal to one shot of alcohol, one ounce of liquor, which is a shot, um, one glass of wine and one one glass of beer. I mean, it, it breaks it all down to you in a very formulaic way <clears throat> and lets you know how to gauge it and how fast your body breaks it down, you know, which is like at a rate of like one drink per hour. You know what I mean? So uh, anyways, like I said, you got to be careful out there. So let's go back to the article. It says uh, 
illegal drugs, the U.S. Department of Transportation requires truck drivers take a pre-employment drug test that screens for the following substances. And this is actually really important, too, because now the, there's a uh, there's federal guidelines where uh, it's reported across the board now that you failed a drug test. So if you ever fail a drug test, it's uh, it goes on uh, on a federal database for truck drivers. <clears throat> so you got to be careful. I think this is why this article was posted. So it says, uh, the fu- drug test screens for the following substances. Weed, coke, uh, amphetamines, uh, MD, MDMA, MDA, opioids, which is uh, codeine. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Uh, morphine, heroin, hydrocodone, uh, hydromorphone, uh, oxycodone, and oxymorphone, and... Uh, I don't even know how you pronounce that. PC, oh, PCP. All right. It, it's like the technical term. <laughs> if you test positive for any of the uh, drugs listed above, you could disqualify from operating uh, CMV. It's important to note that even though marijuana has been legalized in many states, it still remains illegal on the federal level. Like I said, you know what I mean? Now, medications that can cost you your CDL. There are some medications that can be Legally prescribed by a physician that could also disqualify you from keeping your CDL. Which, in these cases, if you ever get prescribed something like this, <clears throat> save on save the bottle, okay? And only use it when it was during the time prescribed. You know what I mean? So if it happens, you have the bottle. You go, hey, I was prescribed it, and it's at a low level because I used it during the time period. You know what I mean? So CYA, cover your ass, <laughs> you know? But it says... uh. Uh, some of these medications are defined by uh, U.S. Department of Transportation as Schedule One drugs, and listed. And the list includes opioids, opium uh, der- uh, derivatives, hallucinogenic drugs, some depressants and stimulants, or uh, weed, weed agents, synthetic weed. All right. If you're prescribed medication that is either DOT Schedule One list or is an antiphenamine or a narcotic. Or any uh, habit-forming drug, you're prohibited from operating motor vehicles unless prescribed by a physician provided your DLT medical exam or with a letter with giving you the clearance to drive. All right. So even if you are, here's another thing I didn't even know. You have to get a, <clears throat> a letter from your doctor, a DLT exam, medical doctor, to say that you're clear to drive after. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing to know out there. I didn't know that one. Even then... It is up to the DOT medical examiner, not the prescribing physician, to determine whether the drug disqualifies you from operating commercial vehicle. Now, that's that's scary because there's no interdepartmental kind of communication. There's no communication between the phys- your physician and your uh, the DOT examiner, right? The medical examiner for the DOT. So uh, that's weird. I, I would say... If you're in a situation where you have to get some kind of medicine for whatever, <clears throat> whatever reason is, uh, whatever doctor's prescribing it to you, be like, hey, listen, I have a CDL. I don't want to get disqualified from uh, being able to drive because of failing a drug test. So um, could you uh, check with uh, the, the DOT, a DOT doctor to see if this is legal? You know, if this will disqualify me, you know what I mean? And even if they do, don't just absolve yourself of all, like, problems with it. You go, okay, they're double-checking. Now, you double-check, too. 
Like I said earlier, cover your ass. You double check. Make sure that you're not going to get fucked. Because if you get fucked because of this, they're not going to go, oh, well, the doctor double checked for you. No, it falls on you. All right. You take responsibility at the end of the day for your decisions. All right. So your decision was to put 100% faith in a doctor that maybe not, maybe didn't get, get around to doing it for you, checking out, checking it out, or maybe he was misinformed or he misinterpreted something. And now you're 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 liable for it. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't I don't take anybody else's word. You know what I mean? Uh, I confirm it myself. You know what I mean? So let's go back to the article. So medications that are never allowed within the waiver is uh, methadone, uh, medical marijuana, CBD products that contain th THC. Uh, what's that? Kratom? Kratom? I don't know what the fuck that is, or, or any anti seizure medication. <coughs> so you can't even take anti seizure medication. That's gonna that's crazy, huh? They'd rather you get a seizure on the road and you know kill people. <laughs> but it says uh, obviously obviously methadone. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're getting prescribed methadone, that's gonna fuck you up. That's gonna that's gonna <laughs> you know. But anyways, uh, CBD. That's like I said earlier, CBD products that contain THC. So uh, communications that pose potential problems that could be approved on a case-by-case basis, not comprehensive. If your physician can show that these medications do not affect your ability to drive, it is possible that the DOT medical examiner could approve their use. So Xanax, Adderall, Narco, uh, Klonopin, I don't know what the fuck they call Klonopin, uh, Oxycodone, Tramadol, uh, Lunesta, Ambien, uh, Fer- I can't even pronounce that one. Uh, Paxil, Mextrex, and then a couple other ones. And then it says to to view the full list of Schedule 1 drugs, please click here. And uh, to learn more from the FMCSA on drugs, what drugs can disqualify a commercial vehicle driver, please click here. But, uh, yeah, you know, you guys got to be careful. Like I said, you are in charge of your license, okay? All responsibility all problems are your fault. Okay, you, 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 we're not kids anymore. You know, I don't care if you're 21 and you just got your license for uh, to be a, a commercial driver. At that point, you're 100. percent You're 100 percent in charge of your fate. You know what I mean, so what do I mean by that? Some something happens. You get into an accident. Most likely, they're going to try, even in your regular car, they find out you have a commercial license, uh, a CDL, they're going to try and put you at fault automatically. <clears throat> the insurance companies are going to try automatically to put you at fault because you know better, right? That's what CDL literally means, in my fucking opinion. I mean, it technically means commercial driver's license, but in the colloquial sense is you know better. You got a license saying that you know better and that there's no more excuses. You know what I mean? You freaking get into a hit and run. You know better, right? They throw the pick at you. You you smoked weed? Well, you know better, all right? You did something that you weren't sure of? Well, you should have known better because you have a CDL, okay? These are super, super important things, you guys, all right? I mean, the things you got to make sure you're keeping an eye out. You got to pay attention, you know what I mean? I don't take any kind of drugs. Listen, I was I had gotten a root canal. And they was like, oh, I'll give you, uh, the dentist was like, I'll give you uh, Viking. And I was like, nope, nope. I was like, give me freaking, give me Tylenol or some shit. 
<coughs> I was like, because I don't want any kind of drug, right? One, I didn't want anything that can lead to a, any kind of addiction, right? That's just me on a personal level. But two, I didn't want anything happening where I can get fired. You understand? Because uh, who the hell wants to get fired for something, you know? Especially when it was an innocent innocent thing, you know what I mean? Now, I know a problem that pops up a lot is uh, drivers will take their, their wives' medication, right? So, uh, lo- like a local truck driver, right? You're doing food service. Oh, man, my shoulder's been killing me lately. Your wife's like, oh, I got I got X, X and Y medication. Like, okay, okay. They take it. They pop it. They think nothing of it. They're not using it. And, uh, man, I wish they're trying to get fucked up and all these other things. They're just doing it because, like, damn, this hurts. You know what I mean? Or even at night, you came home, you're like, oh, damn, my shoulder's killing me. Your wife got some medicine that she was prescribed. She hasn't. She don't need any more, so, but it was left around the medicine cabinet or what have you. And uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll just take that. It'll help me sleep tonight, right? It sounds like a good idea. But in the end, that can screw you over. You understand me? You can get fucked. And uh, you get a drug test. You get a random pops up. You piss dirty. Now what? You go, oh, it was my, uh, my wife's. I don't care. CDL, you should have known better. And now, uh, boom, you lost your license or... Uh, you have to, I forget what happens when you fail a drug test. You got to go to like, uh, what do you call those things? You got to go to a rehab that you pay at your own cost and uh, whatever. And they got to prove that you've completed it and, that, and all that shit. That's going to end up costing you a lot of money, you know? So how do you avoid that? No, just all. No, thank you. Or doctor tries to give you something. No, you know what I mean? Don't use that as an excuse. Like, oh, yeah, the doctor prescribed me uh, Oxycontin. So we're good, you know? No, it's not like that. Don't do that. Don't don't use it as an excuse. Because you remember, you're still in charge of your license. And you're still held to a standard that other people aren't going to be held to. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind. And uh, we'll leave it at that, you know? Thank you guys for watching. Uh, guys, subscribe if you guys enjoy the show. Uh, listen to the podcast. We're available everywhere on all major podcast places, um, Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, so catch us on that, you know. Uh, hopefully next time uh, Dre will be around. We'll do a podcast together, you know. So uh, like, again, like I said again, man, uh, subscribe, thumbs up, share, comment, all these fun things. And I'll uh, catch you guys later. Peace, bitches.